guarantee of $355 million in a three-year ban to work in New York. The civil fraud case decision against Donald Trump is only the first in a campaign of lawfare to the likes we've never seen before. Much of the attention, however, was on Fulton County as DA Fonnie Willis took the staff. Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer is here on all the top stories. And who is the most dangerous person in America? Daniel Baranowski will tell us who this is and why Americans need to act. And then the United Nations UNRWA, aided by Western leaders, is responsible for the Hamas terrorist regime in Gaza. IQ Al Razuli says Western leaders are complicit in the Middle East terrorist attacks. And the national security threat of open borders, crime, and foreign policy is real. Intel analyst Ilana Friedman asked, what are the chances we can stop World War III? Viewpoint this Sunday is next. the bias, the lies and deceit, and bring forth real talk from real people about real news, providing the out loud truth and capturing the essence of a new generation all in a fast-paced hour. This is Viewpoint This Sunday. Welcome to the Weekend News Magazine, the Viewpoint This Sunday. It is Malcolm Out Loud here and and we're going to cover a lot of stories here in the next hour here on Viewpoint here. Let's start the broadcast off with Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer's here. Uh, Tony is, uh, I think, one of the best political minds out there, uh, but uh, is a strategist as well and a, and a military background, of course, that uh, uh, leaves a lot more there. And uh, he's the president of Project Sentinel and a CIA trained intelligence operation officer for decades. And uh uh, Tony, Tony, man, I'll tell you, this new cycle is something else. Uh, I want to go right over to Russia first, and I want to start there, believe it or not. And this uh, death of uh, Navalny there, the uh, opposition uh, who we, you know, we know what's involved. All day. He's been in prison. And uh, and then uh, President Biden said, I think he put a red line in 21, I think it was, Tony, and talked about, uh, oh, if he touches a hair on, you know, if he harms him at all, there'll be a price to pay. But, of course, we don't see what that's going to look like here. Uh, <laughs> any questions about uh, the first of all, is this definitely, I mean, by the hands of uh, I mean, that's a dumb question to ask, but I got to ask it anyways. Uh, what do you think of this? Well, I, I, Malcolm, thanks for having me. It's always great to be here, uh, you know, uh, from Russia with love. What do you want? And I think that uh, <laughs> the the Biden's anything Joe Biden says is a lie or a deception. So I, I would never put anything he says into any. Uh, category of credible so so let's just start with uh what's going on with uh the russians the russians do not have a system that's an analog to our system it's just not the same so mo the more i hear about oh well the, you know xyz and this is bad it's like this is their system this, this they have a system that recognizes the strong man uh, vladimir putin is the latest czar and for better or for worse He's a, he is a he is literally a, a thug, and he says so in his own book. So I don't know why we're surprised, Malcolm, when the thugs behave like thugs. Like, yeah, this is their system. Yeah. So let's let's just accept it. It's not you know they they are not going to be 
a Jeffersonian democracy anytime soon. It's not in the cards. Right. So, you know, we just accept it. Now, the yeah. other thing I find very disconcerting is that Biden gets out on the world stage and yada, yada, yada is all upset. But, gee, I didn't hear any sort of uh, this level of angst or anger from Biden when Gonzalo Lira, an American uh, journalist living in Ukraine, died at the hands of the Ukrainians because mm -hmm. he was saying things the Ukrainians didn't like. So mm -hmm. I, I find this false. Wow. Wow. I find this false sense of bravado. Mm. Uh, oh, you know, it's terrible. Well, gee, did you not look at what Zelensky and his government did to a U.S. citizen? I just find it unacceptable. Well, there was no coverage on that whatsoever, None. what you say None. there. Now, it, 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 what you point out is it should be obvious to everybody, and I, I thank you for doing that, but it's yeah. that the, the criminal intent uh, and the gangster mentality is uh, very much in Ukraine, and some people say it's more than even Russia, but it's certainly on the same level, is it? it, it I keep telling people they're cut from the same cloth. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a different colored bolt, but it's all the same. And so, again, we should not be involved mm -hmm. in what is clearly, Malcolm, and I think most people recognize this. Heck, even General Sersky, think about this for a second. It's just a, a completely pristine example. General Sersky, the new commander of all Ukrainian forces, his family lives, lives in Russia and they're pro-Ukrainian. Think about this. Wow. The very guy running the Ukrainian military, his family all live in Russia and they're pro-Putin. Wow. This is a civil war. This well, is a civil war. I, I was going to say, should they the should just of. kiss and make up is what they should be doing here. Uh, just say it. You, yeah. you, you pointed out very well. All right. <clears throat> this uh, news bulletin this past week uh, had everybody in, uh, uh, kind of unsettled, really. And that is, and I so want to get your perspective as a military guy. I know you've got something to say about this, but uh, the story about a nuclear weapon in space. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, Congressman Mike Turner uh, came out and uh, made put it out there, which really irritated the administration and others, of course. Uh, yep. Said he's asked multiple times and not getting answers, so he went public with the whole thing. Uh, they wanted to declassify the information. I don't think Biden is, is going to be doing that. But uh, what, what, what? And then I heard reports that this is all kind of a phony story and so on and so forth. Uh, let's get to the crux of what the story is about, please. Yeah. So uh, it's about a theory. Because nobody seems to be able to pin it down and make an official statement on it that the Russians are trying to quote unquote put nuclear weapons into orbit, and the the the, the theory is they're trying to quote unquote disrupt satellite communications. Malcolm, let me give you you and your your listeners a shock. Uh, I know this is going to come as a, quite a surprise, but the Russians have been trying to put nuclear weapons into orbit since 1958. I, I know this is a shock, uh, mm -hmm. and people are going to be really surprised. And to that point, yeah, we've known this. This is not new. I used to sit on something called the Nuclear Strategy Forum. Johnny Foster, one of the the, the actual scientists on the Manhattan Project, was a member of it. We would sit and, and think these things through. What is being talked about now was talked about in the mid-2000, 2000, like six, seven, eight. This is not new. Uh, this is a rehashing of an issue which clearly is sensitive, but I think Mike Turner did it for purposes of trying to justify the House changing its opinion about uh, the funding to support Ukraine. And let me say this for the record. If Turner is correct that the Russians are doing something extraordinarily or different out of the norm, then that money that uh, they're trying to set aside for, for Ukraine should come to us to enhance our uh, ability mm -hmm. to harden our satellites yeah. and prevent any potential first use of nuclear weapons. So. I think what Turner is trying to do is like it's not going to work because, yeah, if if, if if what he's saying is true, 
that billion, those those sixty billion need to be spent on hardening our own systems against of any potential Russian or other nuclear threat. So I think it's it's vacuous, it's it's stupid, and it, it has no relevance to the current discussions other than to try to prompt fear to get funding out of uh, the members of Congress. Yeah, they're okay. not for it. Well said. And, you know, while they're at it, they should harden our, our internal infrastructures, our electrical Absolutely. grids and our... Uh, supplies here but you know these, these cats will wait till the till, till the you know the barn doors are open and they're all loose and we've got a right. crisis on our hands and then they'll say oh my god we should have done something but it's sick what goes on here yep uh as we uh, continue to see the decimation of a great nation uh yep. right in real time it's happening right in front of us and everybody feels it everybody uh it doesn't matter what political stripe you are, everybody knows that we're being taken down a few pegs right in our lifetime, right now. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, yeah. It's un- unbelievable. Um, uh, well, first of all, let's get to that civil case. First of all, let's let's do that yeah. in, in Manhattan here. And okay, now there was to me in my world, and you tell me what you think in a moment here. But I I don't see anything that was a surprise here whatsoever. Uh, uh, the judge the judge there, uh, Engeron, uh, he uh, three hundred fifty four point nine million, uh, but you know whatever, uh, and a three year ban in the civil fraud case. I mean, I'll tell you what, uh, you could have bet anything on that uh, verdict coming through because they made it very clear the, the da uh they run on all of this stuff they put yeah. it out there what they're going to do uh the judge was already said they were guilty many times over so trump <clears throat> knew this was happening what happens to this case now what happens to obviously they're going to appeal uh but it, they got to get it out of that 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 area that district there they got to obviously need a new judge need to know everything uh yeah. does this thing have a does he have a shot to turn this back over because this is uh, this is historical and unprecedented on any level let alone the fact it's a former president what do you say about that well, well let's say that first off this let's point out that this is a tapestry of cases that are being brought against trump all across the nation what i've said over and over this is soviet behavior from the current political party in power the democrats led by joe biden so this is this is literally what we fought us the cold war to end think about that malcolm well so, i i do think about it but you know hold on you went there just now tony i gotta yeah. say to you because i was going to ask you more a little bit after you told me what you think about it. let me just put it right out here now i think that uh, if you look at i started with the death of navalny and i uh, talked to you about that but i, I want to ask you a sincere question here not being a smart guy but isn't this the same thing, really, that the left is trying to do in our country with Donald Trump to put him in prison, make him a prisoner? Um, isn't that the same deal we're trying to do here? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And so the hell? I've, I said in, on another interview this morning that uh, the the current political parties, Biden and, and company, would love to see, you know, Donald Trump in a prison, die in prison, just like uh, Putin just saw his enemy do. So there's no difference. It's yeah. it's literally be, be, Soviet, be, I've said this, Soviet-level wrongdoing. I've said this since the 5th of March of 2017, when I first learned about the wiretaps against Trump, which is another story that we probably won't have time to get to today, because it's been confirmed by uh, Michael uh, Schellenberger and his research showing that, yeah, the Russia collusion thing goes all the way to, to Barack Obama. So I, 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 I'm getting off t- topic here. But back no, no, to but you're, so, thank you for saying that. But but why is this tolerated? Why is this still I don't tolerated, know. sir? Why? I, I don't know. I fought against it. I've said several times I've tried to get organizations organized, people mm. to organized. Wow. I, I did the Jesse Morgan interview and found, you know, Bill Barr fired me. 
I've tried to go again at these folks, try to get them to do a full review of the FBI's counterintelligence program back when Trump was in office. And nobody would support me. I had John Kelly tell me to my face. And if I asked Trump to authorize a review of that, I would only and, and I would only inflame his instincts. So I'm just telling you, you know, some of us have tried over and over, Malcolm. Right, right. And yet somehow uh, the people who actually can make the decisions or the American people have not got sufficiently angry to demand action. So I'm just hoping that maybe we'll finally get to the point of where people do recognize mm, wow. it's not about left or right. It's about the fact that you have a political party who is so bent on obtaining and retaining power, they will destroy the system to do it. And that's what my concern is. I mean, what you say right there, uh, just let that resonate in your mind out there, friends. It's not about left or right. Tony, you're right on. This is about saving our asses here. This is about America, Americans. Uh, Left, right, is you're you're exactly right. But the powers to be and and the disgusting, uh, 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 oh my golly, the disgusting, media in this country, this fourth piece of crap estate that is so the story coming out of this era that they have, there's been no semblance of truth or honesty. Because if there was, Tony, they'd have been all over what you just pointed out. If you do any dot connecting back to 2016, 2017, this is more than an aha moment. And and then we get on and our people get on and we talk like we're better than everybody else. Like we're better than Russia. We're better than China. We're better than Venezuela. We're better than any of these people. Tony, what the hell are we talking about? Well, it's funny that you should mention that because they always say there's nothing exceptional about America, but then they want to go say, well, you know, we're better than these other countries. Like, really? You, they want to have it both ways. If, if not for hypocrisy, they would have no ability to, to, to basically have any position at all. And this is, uh, we see it over and over. But back to the case real quick. So at the, at the, <laughs> at the macro level, we recognize the danger to the, the Republic based on the fact this is a pattern. But if you look at the case itself and the ruling of uh, Judge uh, of Judge Yeastface, whatever his name is. In, in Manhattan, fact, you mean? Judge o- yeah. Angron? Yeah. Yeah, that guy. And it, it, look, there was no victim. The banks loaned the money. Right. The money was paid back. The, the banks even said, yeah, we'd loan it again because he paid on time. And it, it, there was no victim. There was literally no victim to this supposed crime. And yet now, somehow, Trump is being saddled with, you know, upwards of, of, of $400 million of penalties and being not permitted to do... Uh, any sort of work in, in New York, in the state. So to me, well, first off, it's not, it's going to backfire. It's not going to hold up on appeal. I don't Secondly, so. they're going to, they're going to, they're going to lose Trump's business to your point. It's like they're losing literally yeah. tens of thousands of, of jobs, which otherwise Trump would generate by continued deals regarding real estate and building buildings. This is, it's literally cutting your own throat despite your, your the, the voice of your opponent. And that's how bad this is. But they want to get some federal uh, felony pinned on Trump as a conviction before the election. That's what they're trying to do. It seems to me that the powers to be and the left, they are getting a little nervous every day that ticks by a little closer to November. Yeah, they're starting to. I and I can sense it. I can feel every. I can see the, oh, sure. the, yeah, the pendulum sh- shifting here, and they're getting really, really nervous because they remember the escalator. They remember what happened. Uh, they remember how hard he worked to try to change the momentum. The, the, right. Of course, a lot of lessons were learned in that. <clears throat> As this thing happens, you hear these stories uh, <clears throat> coming out in the last few days, Tony, That um, that uh, w- which we've seen this before. This is not a surprise. Back to your comments about being a Soviet Union satellite concept here. Um, the... Uh, 
uh, that uh, they're uh, setting the tables up so that he cannot uh, fire federal employees. He cannot do certain things to undermine their uh, bureaucracy and the bureaucratic right. state and the establishment of the deep state. <clears throat> they're setting their boots in pretty thick. Doesn't surprise me at all. But that's what they're doing now to make in case because they can see there's a real possibility he's going to get in there. Yeah. What do you think about this here? Now that we know this is out there, well, what what do you I, think? I, I've seen this. It's like, okay, they're trying to put all these things into legislation to include putting landmines into Congress yeah. to yeah. basically, it's like, okay, well, Congress can always go back and rechange the law. So as long as we retain the House or hopefully gain the Senate this time, right. Trump can go back and just have Congress rewrite the law. So I'm not worried about it. It's like, yeah, the, these people. Well, that's if we have a majority in those in those uh, areas, though. If we don't, well, and the other, th well, the other thing I would say is like Biden's already doing. It's like, okay, and, and Andrew Jackson did it too sue me <laughs> just go do it right and right. it's like uh yeah okay take me to court but, but tony there's a yeah, yeah, but i can't i don't have the same confidence you just had with that statement let me tell you why there yeah. is a lot of problems with the republican party they there are is. screwed blued and tattooed and uh so i i don't have that same level of confidence what i'm saying is there has to be some serious majorities because you've got a lot of weeds in there and those weeds uh are a real problem because they go left almost always exclusively with the left which is why we have this problem uh, yeah. It is. It really is a uniparty and a global state takeover here. So I, I think there's there got to be some really resounding elections. I don't think we can skate by with a slight little majority and nothing if we're even lucky to have that. Yeah. And, and the way Mike Johnson is playing, and a lot of people are getting unsettled the way he's playing in the House right now. That could be in jeopardy if they don't start to get their program together real quick, Tony. Oh, no, look, the George Santos thing was a stupid mistake. I mean, Sorry. are you kidding me? Why would you get rid of a guy? When Menendez, Senator Menendez, has far more uh, severe crimes charged against him, but he gets to stay. So I think that was an unforced error. Do I believe George Santos is a good guy, not deserving some sort of discipline? Yeah. No, I think he does. But the idea of taking him out of of, of play at a time you need yeah. him yeah. is totally stupid. This is emblematic of what you just said about the Republican Party. It's like yeah. Yeah. they they just don't understand. It's like you need. Well, yeah. well I don't like the politics. Something like that was uh, detrimental to the overall ability of the Republican Party to do what's necessary to hold back the other side. Uh, now, the case that got everybody's attention uh, was Fulton County. And I, I <laughs> specifically didn't start with that because had we done that, we'd have never got to any of the other stories. Right. Uh, so uh, does this thing have a possibility to blow up? Malcolm, this hearing looked like something you would see at a mock trial. I mean, it was that <laughs> level of, of chaotic and chaos. And it was caused by both sides. I mean, Trump's folks, I think, were unprepared because they didn't think Fannie would show up. And I get it. It's like, yeah, the, the, the person who you don't think you're going to have to have access to shows up. You got to do it. So I, I get that. And by the way, that's why I don't th I think I think that's why she didn't show up the second day. They said she's going to be there for hours. Like, no, no, no. They, they've had time to think about questions that we don't want her back out there. And so they kept that. But to your point, she killed herself, though. She, they didn't she killed herself. Her. Yeah. And I think this is where she's going to not only be removed from this case, she's going to be removed as, as the D.A. because she admitted that uh, on stand, uh, uh, basically a spontaneous utterance. Malcolm, that she kept, quote unquote, campaign cash from her first campaign at home. It's like, really? you you can't have campaign cash yeah. as a slush fund for you to pay off your boyfriend for booty calls. That's that's federally illegal. <laughs> so, I mean, but she said that. It's like, oh, no, I kept cash around for my first campaign. It's like, really? You just yeah. said that? So to me, hmm. the, this the spontaneous utterances of other illegal activity, and to your point, Mao, it's like, it's okay if we do it. 
she's actually admitting to the fact that she's been using her office as a RICO type conspiracy. Yeah. Think yeah. about that. Yeah. The very thing yeah. she's accusing Trump of, she is actually. Doing so she so probably has thing. blown up her own career here. You, you oh, think, I think so, so. so? Yeah, I, I think, think so, so too. Yeah, I don't know yeah. who would hire her. Uh, very difficult to do that. This was something she's probably going to regret in the future. Although right now she likes the celebrator. Uh, success of this. She thinks she's a superstar, I think. So, yeah, and, she is, but she yeah. is Malcolm to the left. I mean, exactly. if you watch the coverage over there, yeah. Yeah. it's all about a, str a strong black female woman being put upon by the man. It's like, no, it's it's someone who's literally acting like a, again, a, a, a first-year mock trial law student yeah. who is trying to win a case in okay. front of a, a, a judge. So All right, la la last quick story. I got to squeeze, yeah. really squeeze hard in here, but it's too sure. important not to, and that is special counsel Robert Herr. And so this was, uh, uh, okay, so the, the crux of this is this. All right, so he obviously admits the, the man, Joe Biden, is having some real problems here. I mean, he yeah. laid it out there in the report. It's not a secret right. now. Of course, we all knew this, but he documented what we all knew. And and the world knows, and all our leadership knows, we have a man on the other, we all understood, is not running the country, wasn't right. before and isn't today. Yet we go on and act like everything's normal. The Democrats on the left, these people are deranged on the left. Uh, they actually go along with this charade. You talk about jeopardizing our nation. Yeah. What do you make of this? This is the craziest story, Tony, you could ever know. Oh, it, it outlines two things. First, it shows there is a two-tier justice system. Yeah. Uh, this, con con contrasted to Trump's legal problems, is night and day. I mean, simply put, Joe Biden kept classified documents uh, willingly knowing he was breaking the law. I think that part two of this they didn't investigate was why did he keep him? I think he was selling this information to, to foreign parties, foreign nations, which means espionage, which means even a higher charge. I, I don't think they went down that path because they knew what was there. And so that's, that's left unresolved. And secondly, regarding the fact that, yes, everybody acknowledges who actually uh, sees what's going on, that Biden is not in charge. But then, Malcolm, he never was in charge. This is all about him being a canard for the purposes of Barack Obama being in charge for his third term. Susan Rice and um, Valerie Jarrett are his mouthpieces who are the implementers, the, the puppet masters behind the scenes. So the real issue is, when is Obama going to decide he's done with Biden? Not anybody else, because the Democrats won't move on it. And Republicans are too stupid to be able to do anything about it. So yeah, that's yeah. that's why. And, and the real equation is when are Americans going to decide that they've had enough of this charade right. all the way across yeah. the board and how this escapes anybody. And the, the fact the real story here, Tony, is that even the Democrat centrist, just the left side of the people, the, the part of the part of the party, the JFK part of the party that has a brain. OK, yeah, uh, true liberals. I'm talking not the crazy people who have. Uh, no, I taken, get it. I get it. Taken, I, yeah, I know, I know you do. Taking all the, the oxygen. Yeah. yeah. Taking all the oxygen in the room. Yeah. Uh, and then in our media elites and the the entire deal, they are selling this nation out like never before and have really put this country in a serious point of jeopardy uh, yeah. like we've never seen in our lives on all of these stories. It's 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 unimaginable what's taking place here. Um, it is. No. And, and I again, I don't know why more wow. people aren't upset about it. I mean, you and I spend a lot of time trying to, you know, yeah. inform, yeah. educate and entertain. We want to be yeah. entertaining in our pr presentation. Yeah. But, yeah, the fact is this. We have uh, the single point of failure of yeah. all national security is a guy named Joe Biden. And yeah. it, it is his 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 lack of ability to manage 
and the delay it takes to get decisions made is what's going to result in a catastrophic failure, 9-11-like in nature before the end of yeah. his first term. So. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, uh, you know, you're one of the um, great voices in our country uh, that uh, can uh, uh, thread the needle on these stories. That's the way I'd say it. Thread, there's, you really have to thread the needle to showcase what we just did. But uh, a brilliant analysis, uh, Tony Schaefer. Thank you, brother, for joining us. Oh, thank, thank you, Malcolm. Always great joining you. Thank you. Okay, friends, uh, that, uh, uh, you know, you hear Tony there, uh, the, you know, let's get back and share the out loud truth back to f- the rise of independent media and fighting these clowns. Let's stay right there. More viewpoint in just a moment. The America Out Loud talk radio app is on Android or Apple. It's the perfect way to listen in to the new generation of talk shows and hosts who are ready to inform and inspire. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free. Love it or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Who's got time for a nasal invasion messing up your lifestyle? Crush those nasties before they become a problem. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order with the coupon code OUTLOUD, you'll receive 20% off the entire purchase. Go to americaoutloud.shop. That's americaoutloud.shop and use coupon code OUTLOUD. Use Cofix RX because it works. If I posed a question to you out there and said to you, who do you think is the most dangerous person in America? Hmm. Think about that, friends. I imagine you might give me a short list back, and I wonder who'd be on that list uh, when, when that question is asked. It's a sincere question now. Welcome back in here to Viewpoint this Sunday, my fellow Americans. It is Malcolm Out Loud here. Privileged to be with you always. So thank you for joining the broadcast here. All right, we're going to do a little deep dive now into a couple of things. Well, I can't sh- I can't show my hand yet, so let me just stay with that question and that narrative first here. Uh, and I want to bring on a gentleman now who is uh, uh, surely part of the America Out Loud family. Daniel Baranowski joins me, and uh, Daniel is a terrific writer. He's a, a great author, actually. He's a retired healthcare management and policy instructor, great political analyst, when we talk about the most dangerous person in America, you've done a little research on this because you've done a uh, an, an editorial piece on this. Tell me what you found so far when you when you look at this narrative in America right now in the year 2024. Tell me. Malcolm, thank you for having me today. It's an honor and pleasure always to be with you. Uh, what a question. People that come to mind right away are Donald Trump, if you're in the Democratic uh, a group of people. But it's amazing how many other people have come up on this list in the last even two or three years. And and to give you just a few of the names, because some of these you'd think like, wow, that's really, that's curious. You know, one of them was Steve Bannon. The other one was Jeff Bezos or Jamie Dimon or Mitch McConnell, Clarence, Th- uh, Clarence Thomas, Liz Cheney. And everybody, of course, thinks that Elon Musk is now probably the most dangerous person in America. If if you're not including uh, Tucker Carlson, because now that he has interviewed Putin, people think that he may be the most dangerous person in America. But it's a very curious question. And 
you take all a look at all of these people and all of their little niches that are going on. Uh, the teachers union with White, uh, Randy Weingartner. Now we have all these students way behind. Well, let me give a drum roll here. Hold on. Here's a drum roll here. Who is the most dangerous person in America, Daniel? Who is it? I think it's unquestionably Joe Biden. A typical Trojan horse. You know, the, the way he even came into the presidency is a very strange thing. They had to get rid of uh, Bernie Sanders because he was the socialist. And the Democrats didn't think they could run on that platform. So they found someone that was willing to be co-opt in a lot of his decisions and could be turned around because he wanted the presidency so bad. He wanted that position. He coveted it. He ran for it three times. And finally, someone was going to serve it up to him. And well, he- you could say that he was willing to. Let me uh, put this out there, Daniel, with you. You could say that, that he, he was one that was willing to. But you could also say that he really didn't even have the consciousness and the mental acuity to know that that's what he was doing. You could also say that based on current. uh, uh, Absolutely. And if you use, Malcolm, if you use January 21 of 2021, the inauguration of Joe Biden, and you watch his speech and you watch his gait and all his physical mannerisms. And, and there's so much of it to watch. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing, even though they've tried to hide him for three years. There's just, a, you know, a, a ton load of video to watch and audio to listen to. You can, you can witness the trajectory, the downward trajectory of his mental capacity. Yeah. And if anyone was brain-addled in a position, and you couldn't attribute it to a stroke, like, for instance, uh, Woodrow Wilson had when he was the president, uh, or some of these other kinds of physical ailments, Joe Biden is nowhere near the speaker or had the cognitive abilities that he had three years ago. And yet, Daniel, they're pulling this off in the light of day. Let me get to the point now of the Robert Hur special counsel report, please. And uh, this is one where he disclosed very carefully uh, that the president has some real uh, poor memory, old man, cognitive issues that are uh, so bad, um, uh, such a catastrophe that he cannot even possibly charge him for his crimes. The crimes are there. They're outlined. We know he, he did it. Uh, and we know broke the law many times over. And that's only on the surface. That does not get into all of the uh, uh, collusion with uh, China and uh, Russia and Ukraine and all of the things around the globe that his oh. he and his crime family have participated in. At the end of the day, many people think it wasn't his business to call out the, the cognitive mental problems, more so although he did in the reports, that it was his job to charge him accordingly and let the system get to the point of his uh, defense, get to the the, the mental uh, in, uh, co- cognitive problems. What do you say to that, sir? I say, what a conundrum this poor fellow found himself in. Joe Biden had so many classified documents. He had booklets of classified documents going all the way back to the center. The stuff that Joe Biden had that were actually classified documents, even at the highest levels, they, they 
they shadow uh, anything that Trump had. I mean, do you, when you see, but he's all not these even boxes, allowed to have them, Daniel. He's, he's oh, not even allowed out of the Senate, and he had notes on these yeah, yeah. that that you know his excuse was he was bringing them home to eventually write. He knew all of this was wrong, and it goes to the core of Biden. Biden's been a liar forever, but he's been having more trouble keeping his lies together from lie to lie, especially on the same subject. But back to her, he was in a conundrum. He knew that if he went to court on this stuff, it is very damaging and that it would be very difficult not to convict Joe Biden on whatever indictment. But, 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 well, hold on. Now, I love what you say there because it's the truth. So, but what if he had taken that path? Let's play that out a second here. Had he taken that path, Daniel, and which many people think was his obligation to do so, then again, the defense would have been what it would have been. And then it would have well, been you more. Can't, you you huh? can't indict a sitting president. So the indictments True. would have to wait until he was out of the presidency, which gave would only give him okay. more impetus to run for another four years. Well, you've got a point. But, you've got a point. All right. You know, but but they they wouldn't do that. But what it would do is it would really taint the election because then you can say, well, if you're not going to elect Donald Trump because they convict him on one of these indictments, then you, how can you go with that uh, argument when, the, you know, Joe Biden's got a bunch of stuff that the special prosecutor wants to indict him for as soon as he's. So you think he served a better purpose by showing his uh, grave cognitive problems and the way he classified that? You you think that's that was the right road then? Yes, it was for him. I think in the pickle that he was in, because any way he was going to have to release information, it was going to be called election interference, which is the same thing Trump's been saying. But obviously, releasing this and and here's the rub in this: it's 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 a very strange situation. If assuming that you don't win the presidency and you're you're out of there January of 2025, and you're going to be indicted, but you're not going to be taken to court. Because they don't think that you're mentally competent to stand trial. Now, and, and you've got to be pretty seriously damaged, you know, to, to undergo uh, a trial on, under this mental competency issue. Yeah, but he yeah. was saying, you know, th this it, it it wouldn't happen. It would be an exercise in futility. We'd get up there, and it and this he's going to say, well, I don't know, I don't remember, I could have, who knows. Okay. It, it it would have boxed him in. So okay. he came out and gave gave himself an out and he gave Biden an out. But with right, well, the out came a problem. And that problem is if you're too mentally impaired right. to stand trial yeah. for something you should know inside out about right. these documents, right. how can you be president? There it is. There's the there's the hitting the nail on the head. That's what I was waiting for. The Republicans, uh, uh, many like Josh Hawley, uh, Claudia Tenney, there's a, yes. a myriad of them, are, are very outspoken and have said exactly that. And what they've said, Daniel, is this. They said, OK, to the Democrat establishment and to the special counsel, you can't have it both ways. Back to what you just said. You cannot Correct. have it both ways. If he is incapacitated and unable to, to you know, fess up to his crimes right. and the things that he did, he surely cannot be occupying in Pennsylvania Avenue. That is the quandary America finds itself in and why he is probably the most dangerous person in America 
because he's being used and brutalized by people that are well smarter above him in some very high places that are manipulating uh, our systems here and taking America screaming, kicking and fighting into a whole new uh, world, really. What do you say to that, Daniel? Well, absolutely, Malcolm. The the other problem is is that for people that have watched that watch the presidency and, and watch these comings and goings, uh, we knew from the beginning the emperor had no clothes. Now that it's he's really bare, we're finding out the people behind him, the ones that are really making all the decisions, they also have no clothes. What are they going to stand on in terms of you know promoting things? And, and the irony, if you look at some of this stuff, yesterday, Biden's two personal attorneys have filed uh, a complaint with the Justice Department saying that her wasn't a doctor. He had no reason or, or, or a basis to stand on, Seems you know. That. What we all can see, you know, I mean, that's the irony thing. Do you need a doc? Do you need to be a doctor to understand that Joe Biden looks like a deer in the headlights almost every time he gets up there to speak? So what do you think happens next on this? What happens? Uh, well, because they, they filed those things on Friday. It is in yep. the, it is in the. Uh, well, the Justice Department fired, filed right back and they said, you know, these these things are all recorded on the transcripts are all recorded on the tapes. I mean, if you want to jump off that bridge, you know, it's up to you to let this stuff out into the public. Right. And so, you know, now you've got the Republicans saying, well, we really like to see those transcripts. And even this lie about him forgetting sure. his uh, when his son died, what year yeah, it was yeah, yeah. and everything else. It turns out that. Joe, in one of these cockamamie stories that he comes up with, okay. asked, he pretended like he got that question asked de novo. Like, you know, no one knew this question was going to be coming. Her never brought the question up. Okay. Biden is the one who brought the whole topic up. It, number one, does Biden finish this term? Two, does something happen in the short term that takes him out then and Kamala gets uh, put up, you know, put in place right there? And that's the way that grumbles uh, in preparation for the election. They know he's not going to be able to do another four years. Uh, what happens with that report? What happens with this internal fight? Uh, and Or do we just skate through to 2024, and, uh, you know, to, into the election? And then what is it the American people that will ultimately have to play jury in 2024 at the election? Or do we even get that far, buddy? It is going to be the biggest trial ever conducted in America. And that's going to be this election because first off, Jill, his wife, and certainly Joe, they are not going to leave. First off, they're protecting their family. And and by the way, this also, this memory lapse here is also going to be his defense if they try to impeach him for all, you know, the, the Biden crime family stuff. Yeah. Is they're going to have a very hard time with him because he can't participate in his own defense. Right. He's going to have to turn it over to Camilla. But that won't happen until they know if he's going to win. I don't think they're going to do it before that. I think they're going to restrict his access to stuff. They're going to march him out very little. And they're just going to try to hard ass it all the way through the convention and everything else. The question is whether key Democrats will just scream about that whole thing and and have somebody else come in but but you you already know the limited bench they have they you know when they have to start reaching to Michelle Obama and right. 
and other people like that right, as a right. possible candidate. They don't I think have, that's they, a stretch. They have anybody? Yeah, it seems to be a stretch, but a lot of people are feeling that. I'm not seeing where she comes in on any any uh, horse to save the day here. Um, and, the, the, and, the, and, anytime he gets up to speak. Yeah. People say, well, one more fall and it's all over. Right. I think one more speech, it could be all well, over. Well, he could have a he could have a, a stroke right in the immediate yes. moment. You're exactly right, based on the premise of where he's at right now. And, and he's become uh, he's got all the, the symptoms too. He becomes more agitated and aggressive. Yeah, that's right. That's right. This is you almost know, like that to weekends at Bernie's where they prop the dude oh, up, right? I mean Oh, I know. I mean, and all of us have had yeah. an elder elderly parents that we've seen some yeah. of these behaviors. That's right. And we but, don't wish this on anybody, frankly. I mean, we no, just this uh, is I, nobody yeah. celebrates someone else's demise in this way. But, right. you know, he can't respond to the yeah. nuclear codes or anything else. Well, no, that's the great threat. He can't it's respond to what we're having he, for lunch, what he's having for lunch. That's right. He can't codes. decide whether they're going to let more immigrants right. in. Right. But let, it really comes down to all that foreign stuff. Yeah, well, we see why we have a lot of these problems all over the world now as well. Uh, But again, this thing is being run by some other people, not by him, clearly. Uh, There are other people who are running foreign policy, Daniel. There are other people who run in our economy. There are other people making these decisions. Uh, You can see, as you say, every speech he gets up, he can't even follow the prompter. He can't follow the teleprompter anymore. He then gets to become a deer in headlights. And we have another very awkward moment. It's happened all over the world. It's happened on the world stage. It's happened with world leaders there. They all know he's not in the right mindset, period, end stop. So now the question is, what are we going to do about it? Daniel, appreciate all your contributions and uh, just the privilege to have your voice here. More viewpoint in just a moment. When God, through his grace and mercy, gave us free will, the will of the people was to live freely. To that end, we fight for the liberty of all at a time when global tyranny threatens us as never before in mankind's history. This vision is manifest at AmericaOutloud.news, a site for all who cherish free will and freedom. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. We join you back here on Viewpoint this Sunday, and we see the world is a fire right now with a lot of things happening. Uh, people can question uh, intentional, accidental, but it is happening in real time here. Uh, two of our very best here are with us today. IQ Al Razuli is here. He's an Iraqi exile, Arabic speaker, scholar, author, a great analyst. Uh, Ilana Friedman, Ilana's a veteran intelligence analyst. And uh, she, you know, both Alana and IQ have written the books. You've got to remember that when you're, when you're a great author and you've written the books uh, and she addresses all of the stuff about Hamas, uh, she addresses the, uh, the, the situation there just as much as IQ does. Their books are in the America Out Loud bookstore. This whole thing in Gaza right now, IQ, I want to go to you first here. 
the president is calling for a complete ceasefire right now in Gaza, more more extreme than I've heard him say. Uh, many people believe it's because he's trying to save the election. He's really irritated the progressive left a lot uh, and that he's not supporting the terrorist organization, which is what they support. Um, so they're pissed off. And the president has come out now and declared that he really is demanding. And I wonder if this is going to start to begin to impact his support funding publicly, at least. IQ, give us a sense right now of what's going on in the Middle East, that statement made by the president. Any surprises there? And what's the measure of what's happening right now, please? Biden is delusional. As everybody knows now he's delusional. He is not demanding that Hamas releases the hostages. Nobody who is demonstrating anywhere in the world, and not a single European leader, is demanding that for the carnage to stop, Hamas must release the hostages. Israel is not going to stop because Biden said so. Israel is not going to stop because the Europeans are not even going to supply her with ammunition and spare parts. Israel will continue even if it means World War III. I have been repeating this many, many times, and nobody is listening, which is fair enough. But yeah. when push comes to shove, when Israel is cornered to such a degree, nuclear weapons will be used all over the Middle East. World leaders are playing with fire here, Absolutely. clearly. You said yeah. it. Yeah, That's yeah. It. I want to get to the crux of something, and you actually have an op-ed on this that is live on AmericaOutloud.news, and it's an important story, and it's one that really irritates the hell out of me. All right, the United Nations. So all this money is piped through UNRWA uh, IQ. It's all put there to UNRWA. We so they built all of this, uh, the underground cities, and we fund all of this. As I say all the time, we're one of the only entities on earth that fund everything. We fund the enemy, the winner, the loser, the this, the that. We fund the whole operation. We sit back and let everybody kill each other. Uh, it's pretty sick. And that's really what's happening here. So we funded all this. All this money that's gone into the UN, RWA, UNRWA is all doing this. All the leaders are complicit. They are Hamas terrorists that are leading the organization. IQ, this is sick. This is really, really demented. I mean, this is so demented that it's it's hard to even talk about this without getting so outraged. What do you say to this story? Here you have 198 states in the world complicit, <laughs> literally complicit, in perpetuating the refugee problem of the Palestinians. Let me explain something to the American people. After World War II, there were 40 million refugees in the world because of World War II. Between 1948, when the Arabs tried to destroy and exterminate the new state of Israel, because they wanted to make an Arab and Muslim state only, no, no Jewish state, no two states, and they lost. 750,000 Arabs became destitute refugees, and 950 Jews from Arab and Muslim countries were chucked out from their lands without war. Now, the only group of humanity that the United Nations has been supporting for the last 75 years, only the Arab ones. Not the 12 million Hindus and Pakistanis, not the 950,000 Jews, not the 40 million other people who lost their homes, only the, the Arabs of Palestine. Why is that, IQ? I wanted to say in my article, only God knows why they did it, but mm. I didn't want to use God into the equation. That's I said, I have no idea how they did it and why they did it. 
the only group of planet Earth. Not only are they supported by the United Nations, they allowed every single generation of the original people to be also considered refugees. No other nation, no other group was allowed that. By the way, on top of that, it's the only group in the world who are allowed to have the right of return. 40 million people scattered all over the world and have no right of return to, to their original homes, only the Arabs of Palestine. Right. So let me tell folks, the history that IQ is talking about right now is a very interesting history. And in order to predict the current, the present, and the future, my fellow Americans, you have to go back and see history. All of that is explained in this fantastic uh, op-ed, this editorial that is on AmericaOutloud.news entitled, The United Nations, UNRWA, aided by Western leaders, is responsible for the Hamas terrorist regime in Gaza. It is a brilliant piece of writing which explains the problem. So now, now that this is exposed, IQ, and but yet they're, they're still being funded, although a lot of that funding was put on pause. Do you think that will stay on pause or do you see any s silver lining here uh, of positive that this will be the undoing of the UN, uh, the UNRWA there in Gaza? No, it will not. Uh, this stop will not continue. Look, listen to, to what I'm saying. The only reason Biden is forced to go against Israel is not because of the squad or the left, because of the Muslims in America, the very Muslims who are traitors in America. It is impossible, and I repeat again the word impossible, for any Sharia-compliant Muslim to be both a loyal citizen in America and a good Muslim. Impossible. Alana yeah, Friedman, uh, let me get an opinion. i got to move the ball along here, but I do want your opinion on the current state get, uh, summary now of the Middle East and uh, wh where are we at? What do you see? Progress or not? Uh, how concerned? What's the bottom line? Well, I, I think one of the things we're seeing is is a lot of rhetoric. We're seeing Biden speaking out of both sides of his mouth, of trying to placate the Iranians and placate the Israelis at the same time. He's not. He's doing a terrible job of both, um, and uh, he's really interfering in what's going on uh, in Israel's war. And and this is uh, uh, this is very bad for everybody. Time is not on Israel's side. The longer this war takes. Uh, the more pressure Israel will be un under for inter from international sources, not just Biden, but the United Nations and the the uh, nations of uh, of Europe, um, they're they're all wavering right now and trying to put pressure on right, Israel right. To, for a a ceasefire. And and this is not in Israel's interest. Israel needs to end this. Right, never. Right. Never get rid of Hamas completely. Overall, are you pleased with the progress Israel has made in this war yet, Ilana? Yes or no? Uh, yes, yes, with reservation. I, I, I wish it had had taken less time with with fewer casualties on the Israeli side. Yeah. But I think they're doing a good job. How and many casualties is that now up to this point? How, what's the latest? It's over, roughly? It's over 250. Oh, yeah. 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 Easy. Yeah. All right. Let me let me now turn to another uh, fantastic op-ed that's up on the platform, uh, which really gets you to think a little bit. And it's one you have out there, Ilana. What are the chances we can stop World War Three? This story about Russia that went off the deep end here this week here. And we touched on this with Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer up top of the broadcast. However... This is about Russia suspected of working to put a nuclear weapon in space. And as the as the uh, colonel pointed out, 
this is not really a new piece of information. Russia has been doing this for decades. Uh, and uh, other than, uh, you know, Mike Turner blowing a whistle on whatever, that it really wasn't the crisis. They think there's maybe a little bit of politicking going on behind here in regards to trying to get all this money approved through Ukraine and so on and so forth. Another corrupt state, if you will, out there uh, being Ukraine. Uh, what do you say about that, Alana? How much of a danger is this uh, with this Russia business? What's the summary of this story? My guess is that it's not an immediate danger. Uh, it's something they're working on. Uh, and and um, uh, our, our Congress people were given intelligence on, on this new nuclear space weapon that Russia is building, but it's not clear at what stage it is. And I'm, right. I'm fairly certain that it is not deployable at this point. But right, right, right. And maybe, maybe it's a good wake up call for our uh, uh, people yeah. to, to get off their asses and do something about it here. IQ, what's your thoughts on this uh, story that blew up in America this week about the uh, this whole thing in space with Russia? What do you say about it? In simple English, bullcrap. Russia <laughs> has been Russia has been working on this. The Chinese have been working on this. The Americans. And the worst part of it, the one who will do it will be Iran. Isn't that something? Isn't that? You know, I thought of that. IQ, I I can't believe you said that. I I, I, sincerely, I thought of this actually yesterday. I was thinking to myself, and I I do this a lot. I I say self. uh, I think what's going to happen is one of these hostile groups is going to get a hold of this technology and it's going to be it's going to become a a Wild West space atmosphere. That's where we're headed. It's going to be fun space. Right, IQ? Definitely. We are on the same wavelength. That's why we always think ahead. And, you know, so I just I want to ask you something real quickly, IQ. We I talked about this up front, so I want to spend a lot of time on it. But uh, this death in the prison of his of Putin's opposition, Navalny. You have any question in your mind about the death of Navalny? What do you think of it? No, without Putin in power, I don't know whether it would have happened. But the point is, he is responsible. There's no question about it. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you for your uh, being. uh, I I wanted to make sure you agreed with that. Yeah, he's definitely responsible. No doubt about it. And um, but this is the way he operates. Uh, It's the way a lot of these people operate. If they don't like what you're doing. uh, Well, and actually, my point out, uh, IQ, I spoke to up front of the broadcast, uh, the fact that they put this guy in prison, which is what they do in these uh, third world entities. But, you know, IQ, not to be a smart ass here, but I will be one. It's the same thing we're trying to do here in America. We're trying to put Donald Trump into prison. Uh, we're, we're no better than what the hell they do in Russia. What do you say? Exactly the same. Exactly the same. Exactly the same. So it's no point, no point pointing fingers at Russia when you are doing the worst here. You know, we can see our quality of life is uh, dismantling by by the hour, Ilana. And as you point out in this brilliant piece here, uh, naturally, the open borders, the national security threat, the crime now beating police officers up, uh, the d- massive amount of drugs. People are out of their minds. Uh, the, the cities are pulling even more down. The blue cities and states are even uh, being decimated more in our country like never before. Uh, and as you say, the majority of these illegal immigrants appear to be military age young men from a wide variety of countries like, well, for instance, you know, Afghanistan, Iran, China, the Middle yeah. East, Eastern Europe, South and Central America, Mars, Venus, Pluto. I mean, <laughs> you've got all kinds of freaking places that are going on here. What do you say about that, Alana? Well, I, th- I think it's fairly obvious that we are in a very, very dangerous situation. We've got thousands of people uh, wandering around the country freely. We don't know who they are. We don't know where they are. They're not vetted. 
They don't. I, the the people, the the Biden administration has done so much damage to this country by allowing these people to infest our cities, infest our country. And I would say that there are thousands of people who come from or are affiliated in one way or another with either terrorist groups or or the um, uh, the the uh, drug and 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 uh, human trafficking uh, uh, gangs. Uh, down in in uh, in Mexico and beyond, all over the world, yeah. we have an infestation of this country of people who are who are who have have pledged to themselves to do us harm. And yeah. we see what's happening in the cities. Crime is rampant. You can't walk down the city city streets safely anymore. Right. Uh, here we sit at the early part of 2024. We're in a crucial election here in America. We see the full lawfare, which we talked about heavily up front of the broadcast with folks. Um, lawfare that is happening here against Trump. And we see what's happening with the 25th Amendment uh, not being utilized against Biden. We got all this special counsel, Robert Hurt. Covered, everybody knows what's going on. Uh, what's your forecast? Can, take a moment and because, uh, you know, we'll play this back a little bit later. I'd like to ask you both the same question. What do you see uh, or what do you hope to happen right now in 2024 between now and November? IQ. Well, the only hope I have is for uh, Trump to be elected president. But I have to modify my statement because they are attempting to destroy him in every possible way. And they haven't succeeded. So the only other alternative they have is to assassinate him. And that's what I'm worried about. Well, you know, you say that. Now, I'm going to tell you something, IQ. You say that. And you know what? That was talked about as well last weekend on this broadcast. None other than Sidney Powell bought that point up right there that you say right there. She said the same thing. And I had posed the possibility that his life may be in danger. And she said, absolutely, she believes it is. That's the only thing they haven't been successful at yet. And But as I said, the only one who will save America is Trump, nobody else. No, I hear you loud and clear, IQ. But let me ask you this. If it isn't Trump, uh, we obviously need a strong leadership at this point. Is there anyone else that you see uh, in um, close proximity of this race that uh, could carry the torch forward? DeSantis. That's the only other person I can think of. Okay. So... So you 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 all you hold out hope for a real leadership is what we need is what you're saying here. If you don't have a good leader, you're in the same rabbit hole as Biden. So what? What have you gained? Nothing. It's it's you never seen anything like this in our lives, have we, IQ? You will. I hope you will never do it again. I I don't know whether you survive this one. So forget it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, not well, being, I'm not being pessimistic, honestly. No, I'm no, I know. Very realistic person. I'm not being pessimistic. No, no. What you worried. what you say there is an important message, though. IQ. It's a rallying call for people to really understand uh, the the brutal uh, moment that we live in right now. Uh, all right, uh, my friends. That is a wrap here. Uh, tr- big thank you to all of our guests here, and a tremendous thank you to IQ Al Rizzoli, Alana Friedman here at the end of the broadcast here. Please be sure to get back there at America Out Loud News and share the out loud truth many times over. Thank you for joining me on the mission here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.